and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And uh, happy... Happy October? spooky month! Ha- happy spooky season! Yeah. It is October. We've made it. <laughs> We've made it to October. <laughs> We're supposed to be in Italy right now. We are not. Mm. Thanks, the vid. Yeah, the vid can eat it. Yeah, vid can suck a dick. It's it's funny. I was just telling you that my coworkers are amused that I call COVID the vid. Yeah. And it's it's I don't see the and it's it's just it's funny that they're amused because I'm like, cause I don't see the problem. You know. We well, gotta call it something. We'll call it something. I'll call it whatever I want because it's like, as 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 I like to say, the same thing goes for cancer. It's a disease and it is an unwelcome visitor in my body. Mm, yes, and but you don't have the vid. No, I don't. But I mean, you know, I could call. I, I'll call it whatever. You know, it's it's unwelcome visitor to other people's bodies too. Well, yes. So you know, you also you also you know, the vid. Yeah, just like you. Know, I want to call. If I want to call cancer the C, you which know, you do. You know, I want to call it the black end. You know, I'll the call black it, end. That's that's what they call it in uh, the death of Captain Marvel. Oh, <laughs> you know, okay. That's what. That's what. If you live on Titan. Uh, uh, yeah. Where uh, you know where uh, you know Thanos was born, uh, you refer to cancer as the Black End. Okay. So that that's a, a piece of trivia for you folks. Yes, um, comic book related trivia. That's right. That would be some. That that would be a piece of trivia that would not appear on a fun calendar, a day by day by day calendar. No, like no, you got, me, not. you got me one of those one time. I did, and uh, that trivia would not be on it. No, that it would not be on there. They, they do not have. They do not uh, favor morose trivia. Yeah, that's your favorite kind. Morose comic trivia, obscure with, morose trivia with Sean Merrick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, but here we are in October, and that means uh, a lot of things. It means spooky season. It means spooky season, which, which you know, my favorite thing. I, I want to go to a spirit. Soon. You know, we probably will. There's there's a couple around here, so. Well, I want to go to a spirit because I have to I have to get because uh, I'm making a podcast shelf of action figures, and I've been I've I've had a saved search for Hocus Pocus on my Mercari. <laughs> You're so funny. But I don't. Well, but but I bet the things. Well, since we're already October, I'm like, well, I could just go to a spirit and get something with like a Hocus Pocus like pop. Yeah. You could. Because uh, I used to produce Postmortem with Mick Garris, and Mick Garris uh, wrote, wrote um, Hocus Pocus, which Hocus is a Hocus great, Pocus. it's one of my favorite. I love that movie. Campy is all fuck. Love it. Mick Garris also wrote Critters 2. Mm. Or direct, wrote, and I think he wrote and directed Critters 2. But uh, yeah, so I'm trying to, what else has he done? I mean, he's done. Oh, he's done a lot of stuff. I could, t- I mean, mm, well, I'll just do Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus might be easier to find. Well, there's other things that like I could technically say because like he's done. Nick Garris has done more uh, Stephen King film adaptations than anyone. Mm. So did you do Pet Cemetery? No, no. Uh, he's but he's Sometimes. done like he did a lot of the TV movies. Sometimes. Did he do the Langoliers? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I saw that one. He did the stand, though. Oh, I never saw the stand. Yeah. He did the stand. Um, he did uh, the Shining, mm, the, the TV adaptation, the, the Stephen Weber one. Yeah, 
Yeah. So the Steven Weber one. Yeah, Mick Garris has done some the shit, guy guys. Guy from Wings. Check him out. He's a he's a swell dude. And check out most postmortem, which is coming back. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's been on hiatus because of some stuff, but uh, yeah, it's coming back. So you should check that out. Um, so uh, speaking of Halloween, though. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm oh. looking forward to. Well, I'm just looking forward to a, to the holiday I enjoy. I love Halloween. I'm so excited. You know, usually I would put up our decorations October 1st. Didn't have time to do that uh, this time, but we are going to do it Saturday. Uh, there is. Um, <laughs> are you going to so, talk about? It? Yes, Home Depot is selling a 12 foot skeleton that goes in your front yard. It go. It could. It should go in your front. Technically, yard. goes in your front yard. Uh, I kind of want it, and I sort of want to leave it up all year. And I just figure we'll just dress it up for different holidays. I'll just put a Santa hat on it when it's Christmas, you know, maybe like a an, a leprechaun hat when it's uh, St. Patrick's Day. You know, we we can make them festive. Yeah, I, I've, I've look. I am totally for twelve foot skeleton. A twelve foot skeleton, but also I'm totally for just leaving up decorations all year. Oh, Halloween you decorations! Know, Halloween decorations because yeah, fuck it. Well, 100 you know, percent. Fuck it. Why not? If somebody and if somebody doesn't like it, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Hey, it's their problem. I don't care. Yeah, I don't it. care if they don't like Halloween. I'm not here for them. If you don't like Halloween, you must be a sh- piece of shit. No, a lot of people don't like Halloween, but they are wrong. Yeah, piece of shit. Um, Halloween is the best holiday. It is a great holiday. All these people on Twitter are like, "Can we just celebrate Christmas?" I'm like, "No, bad. No. How dare you well, try? First, how try? How tra- dare you try to intrude on spooky season?" Well, first of all, you back the fuck off. Well, also, look, you can't go straight to Christmas because not no. only are you passing by Halloween, but you're also passing by Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's already been assumed. It's already it's already been annexed by Christmas. What do you mean? It, it basically doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it's how Thanksgiving is like. I, don't, yeah, I, believe, I believe in Thanksgiving. Oh, so do I. But I mean, like, you still have to put up with Christmas music and da 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 da. Christmas is already here. <laughs> But how dare you fucking touch Halloween? You don't touch Halloween, guys. No, you don't touch Jen Halloween. Jen will fight you. I will fucking fight you. <laughs> uh, so my plan for this Halloween season uh, started with today. Mm. And we'll uh, we'll see how it goes because it's already late in the, even, later in the evening. Yep. Um, but my plan is to watch a horror movie a day. Yeah. And uh, I have to plan it out. I haven't really done that. But I do have plenty of horror movies to watch. Yes. Uh, because, I, you know, not only do I, we have a subscription to Shudder, but I have so many other streaming platforms. Mm. Uh, my plan is, after we're done here, is to watch Dreamscape. Neat. Which is a horror movie, but it's a sci-fi variety from 1984. And it stars Kevin, Dennis Quaid, but also it stars a man who is also a snake Snake man. He's, a, he's, he's, he's got the head. He's like, he's like, he's like a fucking like He-Man villain. <laughs> like okay. that's like one of the characters. That's like something that happens. And I haven't seen it in a very long time. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I distinctly remember seeing the cover of it uh, at like the video store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's one of those. Rent. Yeah. Because back, uh, yeah. back then when you would go in, you'd be like, look at that. I miss video stores for that particular reason. Yeah. I miss just walking. That, that was always a fun thing, especially back in the VHS era, because, you know, when you would go, I we used to go to the, I, I probably talked about this, but we used to go to this. That's where I, I went to a video. We used to go to a video store in Clinton in Kaisertown mm-hmm. uh, where I once won a chocolate bunny. 
Oh, that's right. And uh, we also saw the owner of that store at Costco with his mother. Um, and it was very exciting for your dad. I don't, I don't know if it was exciting. It was, I think it was just kind of like, hey, it's like, hey, you're the video guy. <laughs> and I, but, but I remember more than my parents would. Of course. Anyways, so they uh, we would go to the video store, though, and they would have like all of these videos, like just everything, you know, and they would have, you know, the horror section with just like the awful looking fucking VHS covers of oh, just yeah. things that I should not be seeing at the age of eight. But I'm no. looking right fucking at it. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at all the, the tit movies, mm, you know, tit movies. And, you know that are on the stand there. He's like under comedies or whatever. You know, movies are like I just like things that I'm like I remember, but I now I have to like try to remember now. Yeah, and try to find them, and they don't make a lot of that shit anymore. Well, a lot of it's trapped on VHS, yeah. which I didn't realize was a thing until we went to the Slashback Video Exhibit thing yes. in LA. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and I looked at this cover of a movie called Blood Beach. And I was like, huh, Blood Beach, that looks fucking cool. I wonder what that's about. And then they ended up showing it like a couple weeks later. And apparently it is trapped on VHS. And I, I can't remember if it's because like the print is gone or I forget exactly I why. Think I think it's because there's that scene where that guy eats a roll with celery. Oh, God, it's or so celery, good. Or celery with a roll yeah, instead like, of a roll. Like they even had the actors come out and like talk about it. But I guess it's like. Was Celery Man there? No, Celery Man wasn't. It was, was it not the main girl, but like the other girl? Oh, okay. Do you remember that? Well, there was like the flight attendant and then there was the blonde girl. Yeah, it's one of those. It was one of those. I don't remember which one. Yes, I am Celery Man from Blood Beef. Would you stop <laughs> coming to my house? Yeah, but I guess it's trapped on VHS and that makes me so sad because you know what? I really liked it. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was a good movie. It was really great. And it showed like dilapidated uh, Santa Monica Pier, like back when that was possible. Yeah, that, that's actually kind of, that's great. So kind of great sometimes when you watch, you know, we lived in Los Angeles for like, you know, almost eight years. Yeah, there's so much, there's so, when you go back and you watch movies when you have like you see Los Angeles the way it was or mm -hmm. just things how it was back in like the 80s or whatever especially parts of it that aren't just the strip yeah it's a lot it's 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 the site you know yeah and there's some grimy shit and this movie was pretty much like hey you want to see how trashy the pier looks yeah it looks really shitty but how did i get on this oh that's I right know, i was it's just trying to figure out like i don't remember how exactly a movie gets trapped on vhs or why but i know that blood beach is one of them well there's you know it's you know cost money to you is know it, license and print this shit is it that or is it because like the actual master is gone that's possible too they're possibly because there's you know, a lot of like you know old silent films that are gone because yeah. they were just destroyed and burned down in this fire or that fire. Well, there's a lot nobody of cared about them, so nobody preserved them and they're gone. Well, there's like, I mean, again, there's just so many films out there. Yeah. So like, you know, it makes sense to, you know, there's a lot of films that you keep, but there are also maybe ones where people are just like, all right, well, we'll just put this somewhere and we don't have many copies of it, but we'll just put it somewhere. And then, you know, it doesn't get, you know, it's not maintained. Well, I think, a you know, especially for the silent film, I think people just didn't, it didn't dawn on them that people would want them. People want to see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And it didn't dawn on people that I want to see, I want to see Blood Beach. I totally want to see Blood Be Beach. Mm. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want to be, I want somebody to have filmed the Q&A that we were at. <laughs> and I want somebody to put that on the DVD. 
Sure. Uh, because that was probably the most somebody's talked about Blood Beach. <laughs> this is the most somebody's talked about Blood Beach since that screening. You know what? I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. And it, you know what? I really liked it. And that guy. I ate- dare you to find me a podcast. That has talked about more about Blood Beach between between at some point between when when we see that like 2017 ish. Yeah, probably. And and 2020. So, yeah, if somebody in the past three years has talked about Blood Beach more than 20 minutes, (laughs) you you get on it. I hope um, there's got to be a book about like movies that are trapped on VHS. It probably is. I mean, but probably a lot of those movies that are in that VHS book you got me. Oh, maybe some of them might be. Yeah. Which is like one of my favorite books. (laughs) Um, Anyways. So uh, the reason why I bring that up is because, yes, I'm going to watch a horror movie a day. Uh, I'm going to find some movies on Prime and Hulu and Shudder and fucking Pluto yeah. You know, Tubi. Oh, sure. I mean, because you can just find literally anything and just watch it, you know, and just that'll, that'll count. But I need to maybe plan it out because there's a lot of stuff that I haven't watched yet uh-huh. or that I haven't seen in a while that uh, I, I, I plan to revisit. And a lot of it mostly lies within the horror genre. Right. So uh, let's uh, see how that goes. I mean, I hope it should go fine, but I haven't even watched the first one yet. So it being October 1st, I should get on it. Uh, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up uh, was well, we watched some movies, uh-huh. some, some some comic book movies. Oh yeah, we did. We watched uh, the Justice League Dark uh, Apocalypse War. Yes, we did. Which is surprisingly violent. Super violent, and also Not actually surprisingly violent, but it's 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 more violent than I've thought. I've sometimes I don't give DC enough credit. That they'll actually do that sort of shit. But go ahead. It wasn't. Was it Apocalypse War? It was Apocalypse War. That had the anime, the Bruce Tim animation or the other one? Mm, no, that was the uh, the Fatal Five one. Five, okay, continue. I couldn't remember which one it was. No, the Fatal Five one was the one with. Um, that was the one yeah, yeah, with the Green Lantern. And yeah. yeah, I remember. I just didn't remember which was which. Yeah, that one was pretty easygoing. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the Apocalypse War just had, you know fucking people getting limbs ripped off. Yeah, that was bloody as fuck. Like, people were literally, like, para, they were called paradooms because there was, like, doomsday mixed with parademons. Yeah. So they were paradooms, and they were just literally, like, ripping, like, Shazam's leg off, and you got to see it. Yeah. They ripped everybody. They ripped a well, Mira fucking apart. Yeah, they did. You know, she I mean, died. They, a lot, a lot of people jobbed out in that in that movie. Most uh, people jobbed out in that movie. Most people, but uh, you know, but there's some good stuff in there. I mean, you know, we get uh, there wasn't enough swamp thing in there for me. Yeah, I could see that. I wanted to see more swamp thing. Yeah, because you know, because the, the, the Justice League Dark, it was like Hellblazer, Astrogan, Swamp Thing, and uh, Black Orchid. Right. Like Black Orchid eats it. At some point, which oh uh, like, yeah, well, she she eats it pretty hard actually. I forgot what happened to her. Didn't she get chomped by a paradoom? Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, but I kind of was hoping that we see more f- from her. But we get you know we do get we do get to hang out a lot with Etrigan, who is just a, a drunk, a, a grumpy drunk. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't even rhyme? Like he's like so over it that he just like gave up rhyming which is actually pretty funny which i think is funny yeah uh yeah no it's it was a test right zatana was also in yeah. the dark and she got jobbed out because she did you know uh, everybody help, got jobbed out yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty, everybody everybody got jobbed out 
But if you have DC uh, Max or was it HBO Max or if you have DC Universe or whatever, yeah, DC uh, Universe. you can check it out there. I think it's uh, it's worth your time, I think, just to see how crazy it is. And then uh, we watched Superman or Justice League. First, uh, the Fatal Five. Was it? Uh, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Versus the Fatal Five, which has to do with the Legion. And Which you everybody knows I hate the Legion. Uh, this is not a secret, but you know what? I didn't mind it. It wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't so much that you focused on some different characters this time out. Yeah, which was kind of nice. And we did get um, Jessica... Cruz. Cruz, Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah, she's the Green Lantern in this. And um, who else? And well, it, this is the... So it has Bruce Tim style animation. It also has all the voice actors from uh, like Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. So we had, you know, Kevin Conroy back as Batman and what's his face doing Superman. And I guess Bruce Tim considers that movie canon for the DCAU. Yeah. Um, his DCAU anyway. The Timiverse, I suppose. Yeah, no, um, it's... Uh... It's pretty good. Um, yeah, you know what? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that also we focus on Starboy who develops a relationship with Two-Face. Oh, yeah. In, that uh, was Arco actually... Asylum for some reason. They were like buddies, like hanging out. And, like, friends. You know, getting their lunch together in Arkham Asylum. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of appreciate. I was like, you know what? I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd pretty, watch that show. It's pretty dope. Um, but yeah, you should check it out uh, if you can. I think uh, as far as like just DC... Movies go, yeah. You, know, you can't really go wrong with it. But yeah, I think that's about it. Do you have anything else you want to cover? Uh, no. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a book for this week. Hi, I'm one of the high priests of Conchu Ray, and I have the sacred privilege of providing you, the loony listener, with a podcast honoring Marvel's very own Moon Knight. So join me and a host of others at Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or support the show by becoming a Patreon member. Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. It's time to get your conchu on. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Crypt of Shadows, number three, Woo! from May 1973. Right, spooky season, spooky book. We'll probably be doing a bunch of spooky books. Oh, I fucking hope so. I, uh, I don't see the reason why we should do anything else. Yay, bring them to me. <laughs> so that will probably be the case with uh, with our, our episodes this uh, this uh, Halloween yes, season. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But um, oh, also, by the way, we were just real quick, and this may or may not apply, but uh, I'm having some space issues with my phone or. My my uh, cards. Uh, so if this is only the only half of the episode that we have, sorry about that. Sorry about that. But at least you're getting <laughs> a book. Yeah, right. Instead of us just bullshitting. Yeah, book's better. So don't you fret. <laughs> All right. So Crypt of Shadows, number three, from May 1973. This is a uh, Marvel book, of course, uh, which reprints uh, older books. Uh, from the 50s, mm. uh, you know, with horror, you know, tales or sci-fi tales. I mean, it's just, you know, they had so many of these back in the 70s, you oh, know, yeah. Marvel chillers or whatever, 
you know, just they still make. I mean, they must make like indie books like this, right? Do they still make books like this? Well, like horror comics. Yeah, I'm sure they do. But oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they do, but I don't think they make them like they used to. Well, that's what know? I mean. They don't make them like they. I used mean, to. also these stories are just so of their time. Oh, a hundred percent. So like quick and whatever, because like there's like four stories out here, I think. Yeah. But everything, but they move really fast. They do. Which I mean, is, they're very short. Yeah, which is great because I don't want to have to sit here and slosh through some horror comics. You know, I just, I want to get my horror on and a horror horror yep. on. Give me that scare. Give me that scare. Or give just me that give me, sque- sweet, sweet, spooky. Yeah, just entertain me. Yeah. So, but this is uh, Crypt of Shadows and this particular issue reprints uh stories from uh strange tales mm. uh from like the first like 20 issues i think it's like issue 9 and 11 oh jeez which uh you know it was like the 50s so like that's even before dr strange showed up oh wow yeah it was like way before actually um so yeah on the cover here uh talks about you know um you just depicts one of the episode one of the um stories in here and it's got a dude being like you know uh he's oh, playing like the cover is uh like a guy playing cards uh uh-huh. playing poker and uh and it says like lou something or other well Here's- it says it says uh lou, lou so well here it says so it starts off with this guy and this guy or this guy here's like oh no i've got aces and eights they call that one the dead man's hand yeah. and then there's he's playing cards with a skeleton a zombie and a dracula or whatever or, or something uh something that sort of resembles that, that yeah. and the dude's like and the skeleton's like uh and at the stroke of midnight lou beltram you'll find out find out why and uh, we will find out why yeah. Crypt of Shadows. What nameless evil lurks in the Crypt of Shadows? Great question. I also enjoy here because sometimes in the corner they would, I, I don't know if they started doing the, did this back in the 70s here, but they used to have in the corner like the, the face of like the character. Yeah. And then here's just a skull with, oh, a, yeah. with, with a candle. Do you think, just a side note, do you think that there are babies named Lou these days? <laughs> like are there little kids named Lou? Hey, hello. I mean, maybe somebody's like named after a relative, but like it's not really common to hear little kids named Lou anymore. Lou Kale, whatever. Kale. Lou Kale. Lou Kale. Lou Kale is my favorite <laughs> Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, anyways, we start off with the first story: uh, the Devil and Donald Webster. Mm -hmm. and uh, the gist of the story is that Donald Webster can I just really also something that needs to be mentioned I don't think it's on this guy but almost every main character in these stories the eyebrows yeah are atrocious that's before we I have an eyebrow thing and these are very upsetting I know you do I know you do I just want to put that out there that I'm very upset by the eyebrows I know you do Uh, and that's that's just yeah back in the day man we didn't care about eyebrows I know everybody's always cared about eyebrows (laughs) Uh, so anyways uh, Donald Webster is a man who is beleaguered by his wife yes Martha why did you say that name why did you say that name Martha and um, I mean he starts this book by climbing up the stairs with a noose yes <laughs> because he's gonna i i assume he's gonna break it he's gonna go into her bedroom and put the noose around her neck and 
something. <laughs> it's like question, question mark, death? Yeah, how he's going to murder this woman with this noose when she's laying down well, maybe and he, it's short. It's yeah. not long. It's not like he's going to like throw it over like a beam and like tug. Well, maybe it's he was like thinking, tiny. well, maybe he's deceptively strong and he was just going to put the noose around her neck and just kind of like lasso her, just carry her around the house until she chokes. Well, like drag her? Yeah, or something. Maybe. Or throw, I mean, I don't know. We, we don't know his plans. We do not know his plans. Uh, we know, all, we know, all we know is that he botches it because he comes in. Yeah, and he, he's really shitty at this. And he hits a chair and his wife, who has no nose. Yeah, that's probably a the, an the issue. way she's drawn a lot of the time. For some reason, she doesn't have a nose. It doesn't. It looks like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm attributing that just to shitty drawing. Yeah, or it was the '50s. You know, maybe he didn't, he didn't care about eyebrows or noses. You know, you could you could just walk around with no nose. It, it could be maybe in the '50s people were like, you know, we don't need noses. Yeah, it wasn't until uh, JFK I, came I, by we, and he was like, "Era, I think all Americans should have noses." And maybe that was the thing. Maybe they were like, "We don't need noses because we smoke in our off, our closed office." buildings all the time that's right and then they were they were like uh, jfk decided noses were in and people were like oh shit smells like smoke in here we need to all quit <laughs> that's it yeah that's, that's, that's exactly, exactly what, what, that's what led to uh you know uh, everybody decided gradually deciding to uh, not smoke uh, not smoke yeah um but so yeah his wife wakes up and she's like the fuck donald you piece of shit yeah you, you know? suck a dick don and he running this guy runs out of his house He's like, and he runs out of his house to the park mm-hmm. and he just, he's standing there and some dude's like, Hey, uh, can I help you? I can help you. And this, you know, and, and dude's like, like you know, did guy, guys like Donald's like, no, I don't he's leave like, me alone. Yeah. And the guy's talking to him was like, well, what, what is your name? And he's like, well, my name, Satan. Haven't you heard of me? I am Satan. That's and, me. And he's like, I'm not up for these shenanigans. And, um, he's like, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. How do you want me to prove that I'm Satan? And he says something like, well, why don't you just disappear? And he does. And so he does. And Don just like faints. Yeah. So he, um, so he ends up back. Oh, this is right. That's right. He ends up in Satan's apartment. That's right. Which, Satan uh, has an apartment. I think that's maybe the funniest thing to me. Oh, it's very hilarious. Just, uh, just the idea. It's like Satan's apartment just sounds like a, like a 1970s movie. You know, oh, yeah. like you'll never survive Satan's apartment. You know, it's like if you go to Satan's if you enter Satan's apartment, you will not come out holy uh, or something. I don't know. Or you will come out full of holes. Full, full Satan holes. Oh, it's a Satan hole. Uh, so Satan's like, hey man, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get comfortable. So he takes off his hat. Of course, he's got he's got horns, horns and then he just has he's, he's just this wearing is, his red pitchfork outfit. Yeah, he's, he's just wearing his like, his like his red jumpsuit, his yeah. bodysuit. Uh, it's kind of like a zentai suit without the head part. Uh, but he also just like has one like red circle that just sort of moves around his face. Like sometimes it's on the top oh, is that, of his is that head. What that is? Yeah. It's just red. And I'm like, is his skin supposed to be red or does he have like a really weird, is it like Angelica Houston in the Adams family? Oh, that's right. But they just keep flashing the red where the light her on her face. eyes are always in the light. Is it just like the spotlight is just sort of randomly hitting him. What a angles. weird thing. <laughs> in that movie. That her eyes are always in the light? That is just like, you know what? We're going to light her eyes every time. That's how it is. I mean, it looks great. Oh, it looks amazing. Because, yeah. and, you know, she's, and she's a fantastic Morticia Adams. Oh, she's so good. Uh, I but, love her in general, but. But, I mean, 
it's just very strange, you know. But yeah, this could be what Apparently, they're going for. Apparently, this movie it was a very hard movie for her to shoot. Well, yeah, because she had a light in her face the whole fucking she time. She had a light in her face the whole time, and that corset was so tight she could barely breathe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's uh, I do enjoy this Don guy just being like, man, I still don't believe this is Satan's. Like, what the fuck, man? I'm right here. I'm the devil. He's like, I've taken you to my luxury apartment. The devil is real. The devil is real. And uh, he's like, look, you know, you hate your wife. So you he's like, so well. you know what? You tried to kill her. You don't really have the balls. Well, the reasoning here is so. The, so so Don rightfully so is like, hey, like if I sign this, like you're going to get my soul. And well, stuff, that's right? what the devil says. So he's like, hey, you didn't have the balls to kill your wife. How about I kill your wife for you? Yep, yep. And he's like, wait, what? Are, he's like, yeah. We'll just make a deal with the devil, basically. He's like, yeah, but if I sign this, you get my soul. He's like, that's just a formality. Don't worry about it. Your wife will be dead. And he's like, well, what have I got to lose? So he signs the contract. Well, the well, yeah, because like the devil's like, wasn't well, it better than spending a lifetime with living with your battle axe wife? Yeah, your terrible battle axe of a wife. I know it's a derogatory connotation, but I enjoy. I think the term battle axe is fucking funny. It's funny. I just thought battle and it's also kind of cool because yeah. like because if, if you were an axe. A battle axe? Yeah, can you imagine if your wife would just act you my wife, but also hey, you had axe hands? Neat. <laughs> it's like ah <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I would take it a compliment if somebody called me an old battle axe. Yeah, it means you've seen some shit. It means I've seen and killed a lot of people. Oh nice. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> There's a, there's a gen tough, battle axe. You're tough as fucking nails. Is what that shit means. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so he goes home. This guy goes home, and he's like, uh, he goes, uh, you know, in, in typical Andy Cap fashion, the 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 wife gets up and she just starts beating the shit out. of she him. She beats the shit out of him, and then tells. Well, she hits him. With, she hits him a couple times across the face, and then she hits him with like a planter. Yeah, and, kick, and kicks him in the ass. Yeah, and then she tells him <laughs> that kicks if, him right in the ass. And then she says, "If you hit me again, I'll call the police." Yeah. So he's like, "Man, well, Satan said she's gonna die tonight, and I just can't wait." And so she goes upstairs to go back to bed, and then she hears the gun. Here's a gun. Don throws a gun go off. He goes in. He's like, he's like, oh shit, you shot her. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I thought you were gonna do like, do like fucking Satan shit. And he's like, <laughs> baby, do the magic hand thing. Like, baby, do the Satan hand. <laughs> yeah. So. Satan, do the hand thing. <laughs> Satan, do the hand thing. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, he's just like, yeah, you know, I thought it was just kind of cool just if I used a gun. Is oh, by the way, here, hold this gun. Yeah. Hey, could you hold this gun for me? <laughs> and then and he's like, all right, well, you better, like, do something because the cops are going to come in. And then the cops He's like, up. yeah, the cops heard a gunshot. You might want to answer that door. And the cops come. Of course, he's holding a gun and nobody can see Satan but this guy. And he's like, oh, no, Satan has framed me. Who would have thought that Satan... Would have done something I terrible. I thought he was cool. I thought Satan was my friend. I thought he was like, you know, he, he met me in the park. He let me in his apartment. He gave me a fresca. Right. <laughs> fresca. <laughs> what is this? The boys? Yeah. <laughs> is he trying to join that cult? What is whatever. That, whatever the thing is. Cults in are in all of a sudden again. Because between that and Nexium. Jesus, the Nexium. I, uh, I, I'm a great. I, I've. I don't know why, because I feel like a lot of more people are watching it. Yeah. So what? Uh, so the jokes and everybody bringing it up. Oh, so many people joking about Nexium. It's, it's kind of like when the Jinx came out. 
Yeah. And then everybody was talking about that and like how that guy, you know, basically admits to the crime on the, you know, on the video. Or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's I kind of feel uh, good to be in the loop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, no. Back to back to Satan. Uh, so. Yeah, he gets thrown out, he throw, thrown into jail. He's in jail and he's like, oh, I'm innocent. And then this, uh, the guy next to in the cell next to him, he goes, shut up, you. You're the story of our beauty sleep. Uh, written out for yeah. written, it's written oh, out that phonetically, way. Phonetically, yes. Uh, I always like, and people don't really say it anymore. I feel like it was a thing that uh, people used to say back in the day. But when people say "you," when they're like "quiet you" or "shut up you," I always think silence you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's funny. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know why we stopped doing that. Yeah, why did we stop doing? Like that? doing it like unironically, right? Because some people just do it just because it's just, it's fun to do. But like, right. why why are we not doing that anymore? Yeah, I feel like the only person who still does is Conan O'Brien. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, and so he's in Satan, and like the night before the execution, Satan shows up, and he's like, he's like, yeah, well, I'm just here to see how your soul's doing. Yeah, he was just like, oh, I'm just checking in on my investment or something. And he's like, <laughs> oh, Satan, you know, you tricked me because he's going to get the, the chair. So they like shave his head and whatever, and Satan's well, just... Well, they shave his head, which I understand. Yeah. But then they all, he also says... They slit my trousers. So are they does it are they slitting his trousers so like like you mean are they slitting his trousers to allow him to when he gets electrocuted and he shits his pants? And then it'll just it'll just flow out easier instead of him just having uh, a pants full of shitty trousers? I don't know. Maybe it um or I, I don't know. I mean, well, I, maybe be, I mean they could just roll it up, but maybe I don't know. It gives you better conduct conductivity. Man, this guy's pants are getting in the way of him getting electrocuted. Man, you know, yeah. If, if we only gotta, we got to cut them. If only there was a way to roll these legs up. If there's only a way to kill this man faster. <laughs> what about a gun? No, must do it with a chair. Yeah. Uh, so. I do enjoy this uh, electrocution animation oh, here. Oh, yeah, it's Which great. basically is just his head exploding yeah. or just the top of his head exploding. It's like the last thing I heard was Satan laughing <laughs> and or chuckling or something because he's like, well, at least, you know, I didn't have to spend my, my life with my stupid wife or whatever. And the guy gets that to, monster of a woman. So dude gets to hell and he's like, Satan's like, hey, man, and he's hell. like, he also says, I don't know why everybody, you know, it's not bad here. <laughs> And Satan's yeah, like, he's actually kind of like, ah, well, you know, there's just fire around me, but, you know, I'm already dead. Uh, yeah. You know, it's not bad. And then Satan's like, you know, Satan's like, well, you probably, I don't think you're going to like it. And he walks no, right he's into just like, his. Take a look. Take a look around. Check out the digs. Check out our Froyo. Yeah. Ooh, Satan does that Froyo. Or that, or that Satan, that burger place in the, that one Justice League we read. Vaguely. Remember when, like, oh, the one where they were like working at the burger place yeah, in hell? Yeah, yes, because yes. Uh, uh, Booster Gold ended up in hell or something like that. Yeah, it's a good place for him. <laughs> Booster Gold, you go to hell, you <laughs> go to uh, hell, you. So, uh, no, but his wife is there because apparently she was a terrible, much terrible well, person. Well, she was a horrible person, so she went to hell, you know. Yeah, that couple is going to hell. <sighs> Man, if only hell were real. <laughs> Oh, brother. Think all of right. all the terrible people who completely would deserve to spend their eternity in hell. If I knew for sure somebody's going to hell, Ugh. 
like if I just knew that I was like, hey, yeah, you know, by the way, you know, they're going to hell. I, I, I could show you. I got a list. Huh. <laughs> you got a Shit, hell list. Can I see the list? I'm probably on it. That that does that is not a surprise. Yeah, I would first check and see if I'm there. Yeah, like, and I w- wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, yeah, sounds right. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like of all the horrible people who deserve to go to hell but won't because I don't believe in hell, and that's just so depressing. Hell, hell is for children. <laughs> Do you remember that song? No, it's a Pat Benatar song, I think. Oh, okay. It's just like hell, hell is for children. Yeah. And then there's other stuff going on in it. Okay. I hear it. So next story is the strange game. Uh, and we have a dude uh, and this represents the cover story. Yes. And, and again, we got a dude sitting around with a bunch of ghouls. Uh, this Beltram guy, Lou Beltram. He's a good hockey, good, uh, good uh, poker player. Yeah. He's very good at it. And he is uh i kind of am confused because it i feel like this takes place in like an abandoned warehouse and i'm just like where did you how did you find this game you know that's that's the thing this it's not like he's at a casino here's the thing i've learned briefly because not not to question no oh no that because back in like the 2006 ish or whatever you know I, i lived with uh my friend, my friend Greg. Yeah. And Greg is an avid poker player. Yeah, that's and true. And so, if you're an avid poker player, you know where the games. You are find going out now? where the games are. Oh. And it just kind of happens. So. But he, this just, just, just yeah, gives and I, me I, I, the I did, yeah. impression that he stumbles upon this game in what looks like an abandoned warehouse, right. and he's just like. I could take these fools because they're playing for what looks like letters. Well, he that he you actually would... goes to a pool hall. Oh, is but, that where yeah, he, he is? Yeah, he goes to a pool oh. hall, but he just kind of pokes to the back because that's usually where people are playing cards. Oh, okay. Because the way I the... read this is that he ends up running to a pool hall after he gets like freaked out about what happens with this game. Yeah. Uh, but until then, it's just like him wandering around this empty warehouse, finding a poker game being played by ghouls who are playing for what looks like marquee letters that yeah. you'd use at a movie theater. Right. Back that's, in the that's day. The, uh, that's the ante. And that's yeah. the, that's what they're playing for the stakes. And so he, it starts off with him going to a bar. Yes. Cause he goes to a bar and he's like, man, he's I've had a rough upset. night. And he's and you know, and he starts telling the story and he's playing, playing at the bar or playing. And he's got, you got a dude who looks like Marty Feldman. Mm-hmm. From uh, Young Frankenstein, um, and then you have a bunch of other ghoulish-looking guys, and they're again they're playing for these letters. And so, long story short, the dude's like, "Yeah, because here is this is the pool hall." Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, he, not, did not, he did not go to a big warehouse. Not an abandoned warehouse where ghouls were playing cards. I mean, I don't know how poker works. I assume that's how you play. You just go into warehouses. Yeah, you're just like walking around. You're like, you know what? I, I need a poker game. You just walk into a warehouse. <laughs> Can you walk into Med's warehouse? Yeah, that's actually where it all goes down. <laughs> Med's into- warehouse is just a front for gambling. I yeah, know, right. Nobody knew that. They thought it was about suits, but it's that's not. Right. That's right. That's what they do in those those rooms where they, uh, you know, where you fit, to, fit you get your suits fitted. I always thought I'd be a really good salesperson at Men's Warehouse. You probably would. You know how to actually dress. Well, yeah, and I also would be like, oh, I think this would be the good thing for you to wear. Yeah. No, you mm-hmm. usually do help me with that. I, I yes, I do. Um. So 
dude is playing this game and he's so confident because he's like, man, you guys. He's like, these guys are idiots. They're not playing for money. They're playing for letters. Therefore, they're stupid. What a bunch of stupid guys playing for letters. Fucking idiots. And at some point. But he just cannot win a hand. Well, no, because at some point, I don't know where he, how he gets convinced. Because he's, because like, because he's like. It just freaks him out because apparently no matter what he does. And he's a very good poker player. No, 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 but no, no. But like, how does he get convinced into playing this game? Oh, he sees these people playing and he sees that they're playing for letters. So he thinks they're idiots. And he says, well, I, uh, you know, I like to play poker, but not for the high stakes you all are playing for. And he says that makes them a little shocked. But, you know, I think they're stupid because they're not playing for money. So I sit down with them. They're playing for jelly beans. Yeah. So I want to sit down with them. So that's what he does. And he, you know, thinks that because they're playing for letters that he is going to be so much better at this. Yeah. Um, But all, you know, yeah, he, he can't getting, get anything. He just gets, he gets absolutely he, fucking owned. Yeah, he starts getting sunned yeah. pretty hard. And and at one point he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out of here. Yeah, he's like, well, and he's and they're like, well, you know, you're you pay up at midnight. And he's like, we're playing for letters. I'm not paying him for anything. And, and he's like, plus, I'm leaving. So you're not going to find me. And they're like, we don't need to find you. You pay up at midnight. Yeah, it doesn't you, you, matter. You, you gotta pay. Yeah. At midnight. See ya, bro. Um, so he runs off to the bar. Yeah, he goes to his bar. And he's like, I don't know what they mean. I'm like, really fucking freaked out by this. And then so I don't he know what's going to happen at midnight. Yeah. And so he waits it out until midnight. And then the bartender hears the guy screaming. Mm-hmm. And and then he realizes what the letters stand for. What it, what it means to stand for. And the the bartender turns around and he just sees the dude's uh, gigantic head. Yeah. Uh, laying in the middle of this of his bar, yeah. And the bartender is like, "Oh, that's right. It's A for an arm, B for a body, and L for a leg because they're only playing with A, B, L." Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so they're playing for an arm and a leg, and apparently a body. Joke. Yeah, I mean, they probably could have pay- played for a bit more other stakes, you know. Yeah. Could have played for you know a pancreas and a, yeah, I mean, you know, but played it- for played for some. Uh, well, you know, he's only a head. Bicep meat. He's only a head, but what was it? Arm, leg, and... Body. Body. Oh, okay. So I was like, they didn't play for a torso. Yes, they did. Yeah, well, they took... Yeah, they, they, they that includes... Doesn't body just mean the whole thing? I guess so. All right, well, I guess so. I'm not um, going to argue with these people from the 50s. Yeah, it's like, hey, don't you know, do you know what a body this is? This isn't like, Facebook. They're like, shut up, you... This isn't fucking Facebook. We're not arguing with people from the 50s here. I know my body is you. You don't you. tell me. Uh, the next one uh, is a story called Darkness. And it's about a dude named Harry who is an escaped convict. And he's like, man, fuck prison. I am going to like hide on this ship. I'm going to hide on the ship. Because prison is dark and shitty, and what I want is I'm going to go stow away to some island, and I'm going to sit on the beach in the sun, because all I want to do is, like, hang out in the sun and, like, you know, chill. This so is what, This is what, uh, this is what, oh, what's her face? Uh, Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Got the inspiration of the Suck Up the Sun. She, she read this comic. Yeah, this, that's an actual fact. That's a fact. Um, so he, like, gets on this boat, but this boat is heading for, like, a mine? 
the only mine in the ocean. Apparently, like I guess like, it's just like leftover from World War Two. And you, this you, guy may, just... you may call it a Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. huh. Jokes. So, uh, he, uh, so the boat hits the mine. Yeah, the boat hits the mine, and this guy gets thrown from the boat somehow. Yeah, well, it goes down basically. So he, you know, he gets into the water, and then he washes up on an island. So he thinks. So he thinks it's an island, and he's like, "Okay, here's an island. Well, at least there's a lot of fish around here. At least I can eat something." And all there's a few skulls. There's a few yeah, pieces he's of like, wood here. Oh, it looks here. like other people have been here before me, and there's just like skeletons. And he's just like, "Meh." So he's so, like, "I'm just gonna wait for the sun to come up." So in his head, he's on an island, but there's no ocean around him, no water around him. Somehow he just got thrown into the middle of this island. Yeah, and it just happens. You know, there, there's fish, and there's whatever and this, this guy is like man this is gonna be great man i'm just gonna like hang out in the sun but you know when, when the sun comes up i'm just gonna eat this fish and it's gonna be great start this you know like this campfire waiting for the sun to come up you know not worry about the fact that there are like five dead bodies around me that's normal know, make a little make a little bone xylophone yeah we want to do one of those i mean what us, else you gonna do you know because once once people once once they find me once once people start discovering my island and you know they come to my island they're going to want to have entertainment so i'm gonna be able to have to play their bones yeah gotta i mean you gotta play something them, you gotta play something kill somebody and then they'll be like and they're gonna be like hey where's our friend and it's like i don't know if I ever get stranded on a deserted island uh, and there's bones, I will make a bone xylophone. That's right. And I will think of this episode when I do it. So, yeah. And so this guy just keeps trying to tell himself. It's like, he's like, man, yeah, you know, this must be like one of those weird places where the, the, ti- you know, the time, the, the yeah, sun comes up later or just something. Yeah, because he's like, man, it's been like a long time and there's no sun and I don't know what's going on. And like there's like an earthquake in there. There's an earthquake. There's a tidal wave. And he's like, well, OK, I'm going to build a shelter, you know, for when the sun comes up. And then I guess he has like a watch or well, he, he goes finds fur- a watch. Well, he goes further into where yeah. he is. When, after the tidal wave comes, he's like, I got to go further inland because I don't want to get swept away by this tidal wave. And he like has this watch and he looks at it and he's like, well, I've been here like 24 hours and it's still pitch black. He's like, what the hell? He's like, well, maybe it's like the North Pole, you know, where it's not going to be light for like a long time. Yep. So he's just like, I'll just sit here in the dark, you know, can't wait for that sun. And then cut to the outside of a whale because he's in a whale's stomach. How do you not know? How do you not know? Because, I mean, how do you also like not be digested? Also, too, this is maybe this is the thing for like Mythbusters. They should like go inside of a whale and see if you could just kind of hang out in there. Dear Mythbusters, can you just sit in a whale for a while? Just let Thanks. me know if it's kind of spacious enough, you know. Sean Merrick. <laughs> I, I want to know. I want to know. Inquiring Sean's want to know. I want to I know if you if I could just walk inside of a whale and just kind of, you know, kind of fuck around, you know, inside of its belly. My guess is no. Yeah, no, of course not, because it's got all the plankton and fucking acid and shit's going to fucking gonna say, kill you a lot yeah, and murder you. There's going to be acid and you'll be digested. But like this guy's in here fucking lighting fires, you know, right. and, and fucking cooking fish and shit. And I, ah, man, I don't know why people always and think. Not, and not understanding, you, you step, like you're stepping 
on the stomach lining of an animal. Exactly. Wouldn't it be like, wouldn't it stink? If like, if you made it in there, wouldn't it just smell Uh terrible? And like, even if you could, like, were aware of what was happening, like, wouldn't you eventually realize that like your shoe, the soles of your shoes are being like eaten away by the acid? Yeah. 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 Well, that I mean that, and also like, wouldn't you be like, hey, this isn't soil. This is squishy uh, meat. Squishy meat. You know, I mean, I'm, like, you would be able to tell the difference. I would hope so. That you're not. You're, instead of walking on sand, you're walking on flesh. I mean, I've never really walked on flesh before, <laughs> but I'd like to think that I would know the difference between. Next time, if, next time you go to the beach, be like, hey, can I walk on your flesh? <laughs> Is that cool? I mean, I feel I feel like if I pay a lady enough that she'll let me do that. I think if you pay a lot, yeah, I think there's certain people. I'm sure if you pay a lot, there's a lady who'll let you do that. Like, like, I just want to know what it's like to walk on flesh in case I ever get stuck inside of a a whale, you know, and I'll know the difference. Yeah, I mean that uh, there there's some things that literature has always said that would be a bigger deal, and one of them is being trapped inside of a whale, and the other one is quicksand. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know many people that have ever encountered quicksand. Well, I don't know anybody has ever encountered quicksand. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know anything about quicksand. But even like my more uh, 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 worldly friends. Yeah, still I've no never, quicksand. I've never been told like, yeah, you know, I traveled to Vietnam and I was in the jungle and there was some quicksand. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, that guy's stuck in a whale. Yep. And he's going to die soon. Sucks for that guy. Well, he's a criminal. That's true. He was. He yes, probably yes. did something terrible, like paid $750 in taxes. Huh. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, too bad you don't go to jail for fucking tax evasion. Right. Um, too bad that's not a crime. Trash. I'm sorry. Yeah. Too bad tax evasion is not a fucking crime. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So this is what we end with. Uh, kind of one of my favorites here. This one's funny. With a guy. It's called The Walking Ghost. Mm-hmm. Lock your doors, draw the shades. It's time for The Walking Ghost. And it's about a guy who is, God as my witness, the first podcaster. Uh-huh. Uh, but you he's are also, correct. But also, when I say podcaster, I mean podcasters from that, from the, uh, uh, the Halloween, the Halloween remake. Oh yeah, those it's totally guys. this kind of mother, those kind of motherfuckers right here. Yes. So, but this is this dude. He's on the radio, mm-hmm. but he's not just on the radio. He's got the entire transmitter on his back. Well, that's what they used to have back then. Haven't you seen? Did those? they? Well, I mean, they. That's how they communicate during war. Didn't sure. you ever see like pictures? Okay, okay, of no, the no, radio I get guy? that. I get so that. I'm assuming that. That's where this comes from. But it seems the thing about this is, and granted, I don't know, no, yeah. I don't know how radio worked back in the day, um, in the sense that it was easier to pick up frequencies. Sure, because there a lot of people seem to be really like into this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what this guy's doing. So, but I do enjoy though that the title's like "Locky Doors, Draw the Shades." It's time for the Walking Ghost, and the guy's like, "Shh, we're on the air." And I'm like, "Who are you talking to?" <laughs> it's like, are you talking to me? I, I'm just reading the cover here. You're like, dude, I'm, I'm just hanging out. I'm just hanging out. Don't tell me to be quiet. Right. Why don't you fuck off, you dumb how podcaster? About, how about you fuck yourself? Um, 
so yeah, he's on the, this guy's name is uh, Cy Mallory, the debunker. And uh, basically yes. he is a, uh, uh, you know, one of the, your, your typical, you know, reporter being like, yeah, this stuff ain't real. You know, Mythbusters, you know? Yeah. So this guy would be inside of a whale if I told sure. him. If I, if I, you know, if he got, if he had the means to do so. Yeah, to um, it he's dead. Yeah, no, we, he'll, 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 he will die. So it's, he's 11 o'clock. He's outside of an old house in Putnam County, which I wonder if that's real. Maybe. But he uh, is outside and he's got a crowd with him. Like there's a bunch of people uh, like a, like just there just to like watch him go into this house. You got nothing else to do. I guess not. And then he's like. A lot of loiterers. I mean, I've been inside long enough that I'd watch somebody go into a house. (laughs) um but he's like all right so i'm going to tell you the story of this house so this guy well first off i went before you say that he he's talking he's talking about what he's going to do and then he's like but as they look on the faces of the good natives of the hills of putnam county and they show these people and they're monsters these, these are like uh, newsboy legion type of monsters. Yeah, these are like the, uh, the sunken eye. Like I don't know what's going on here with some of these motherfuckers. These these are some gnarly looking folks. Yeah. Uh, that uh, he he I would I, I actually do believe are his audience <laughs> because yeah. it's kind of like kind of like if you do it to do a live podcast and it's like yeah where's our fans oh there they are they're all chuds they're all chuds. I'd be, you know what? I'm right there with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I will shut it up with you. <laughs> Tonight, we're going shutting. Anyways, um, so we get a bunch of this where I do enjoy these little spots here where people are listening to the radio. Yeah. And you just get a lot of people just kind of like, Mom, I want a sandwich. And then he's like, Shut up, you. Yeah. Exactly. Shut up, you. So we get a story here. So we get the story here. Uh, do you want to explain this? Yeah, so it's like there was a guy and he married this lovely lady named Elena. Hang on, wait, wait. Once there was this guy. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and he married this lovely lady named Elena. And he takes her out into the middle of nowhere where he has built this house. And she's like, and it's painted black. Now, if it were me and somebody was like, here's our awesome Victorian house. That's well, what painted. if I brought you to the house? If you brought me to a Victorian style house that was painted black, I'd be like, holy fucking shit. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I am so happy. Let's fill it with weird shit. And it's in the middle of nowhere where Get you could not talk the, to anybody. Yes. Get me that 12 foot skeleton and fill this house with a weird taxidermy. Cause oh, we would get multiple 12 foot. So we just have them outside of our house. 100%. Just, like, just kind of like climbing in, like climbing outside the windows and people just be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Well, I, I would set them up like that one uh, car dealership on in, uh, in Hollywood. Oh, that car dealership with all those creepy mannequins just stare at you off the one. What is that? The one thirty four. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that fucking place. It's a Toyota dealership. <laughs> and they just have mannequins just standing in their parking garage staring at you. Yeah. They're just standing there and be like, and oh, because you're supposed to make you think it's busy. Yeah. And as you drive by, you're like, what the fuck? Because you're like, why is that guy just standing there? And then you realize he's. Not I would. Real. I would do. But if I was running that, I would be doing 12 foot skeletons. Oh, 100 percent. Which would be so much more fun. Just people be like, ah, oh, what's, I would love what's it. going on there? I would love the 12 foot skeleton. Yeah. Because I mean, like I do follow like a lot of historical houses accounts on Instagram. Yeah, you love those. I love them and I fucking love old Victorian houses. Like 
the more it looks like it's haunted, the better. I would love to live in one and I would love to fill it with like weird ass shit. Like, like from like the movie Knives Out. Yeah, which is another movie we watched this weekend. Which we watched, which which was the actual last movie I saw in the theater before lockdown. Perhaps the last movie I will ever see in the theater. It was Uh, a good movie, at least. Yeah, it was good. So, but I mean, there's weird shit all over that fucking movie. And I'm like, this is exactly what I want. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so he's like, I painted this house black. And she's like, well, what about talking to people? He's like, you're not going to talk to fucking anybody. It's just you and me, babe. I'm a creepy abuser. I like this woman. She's like, I wish I had somebody to talk to. He's like, nothing's going on. She says, yeah. I wish I had someone to talk to. I don't know what's going on in the outside world. And he's like, nothing's going on. And you can talk to me. And I'm like, about, it's like. Also, I'm like. So what's going on? I, so husband, what's going on in the outside world? Nothing. I'm like, shit, I wish nothing was going on in the outside world. Do you know how relaxing that sounds? Yeah. Um. So. You know, she's lonely and bored. And then one day, some handsome dude is just walking down the rural country road, which well, I assume used to happen. Well, back did you then. get a look at this guy? He is not handsome. He's not handsome. Also, they have a very big emphasis on him being young. He is not young. Oh, my God. That guy is 97 years old if he's a this day. Is the, this is the time to make the donuts guy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's having a walk. Yes. And he was just kind of passing the day. And she, the wife invites him in the house. Yeah, maybe he like was just like, hello, I'm trying to sell you vacuums. I don't know. No, he wasn't doing anything. He was just I walking around. Yeah, and she's like, hey, would you like to come over here and talk to me? Because you know what? I'm really, really bored of just like staring at my husband's stupid face and he's like yeah what's going on in the outside world he's like oh my god there's so much and he's like let me tell you let me start with this thing and then the husband walks in and starts throttling him yeah he walks in he's like you know no one's in my house no one can ever enter my house he's like having a fucking fit so he kills that dude and as that's happening the wife has a heart attack yeah which uh which is you know what that's a nice uh, back in in there's another thing that they want you to think what that the literature and stuff like that don't you think that if you see something oh yeah terrifying like look i understand that may be true oh you know what maybe you could die of fright but back in like old novels especially like old victorian novels women used to die of random shit like you would die because like the sun didn't come out you would die well there's like one there's like a whole twitter thread where it just has lists of how victorian women in novels died really yeah and it's just like that's funny um you know died because the door slammed too hard or whatever like shit like that well you want to know there was i can't remember who it was and i can't remember the name of the poem but there was a poem about a woman who was waiting for her husband to come back from a war and she's waiting and waiting and she's just working herself up basically into a shoot. She's thinking about it's like, oh my God, he went to the war. He's probably dead. And like, that really sucks. And I'm really sad, but also it could be great. And I'll be free and I'll be a woman and whatever. And then her husband walks in and she drops dead and she drops dead because she's like, oh my God, you're alive. Dead. Yeah, I've, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I can't remember the name of it either. But yes, I, an Emily Dickinson poem probably could be could be. But I don't think it is. I know I've read it. Yeah, I've read it. That was one of those ones we would read in school. Yeah. Also, also another, another famous poem when I remember the title, Richard Corey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Surprised that hasn't been made into a movie yet, even though it's only like five lines and it just ends, it ends with the guy shooting himself. Well, I mean, they made the game Battleship into a movie. So. <laughs> hey, hey, Hollywood, you know, you made bad from the makers of Battleship Cubs. Richard, Richard Corey. Richard Corey. Not going to lie. I'll probably go see it. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> Not I'd that I haven't seen Battleship yet. 
No, God, no. Why would you want to see Battleship? Well, she had to see Battleship to get understand the, the plot. And it was because you know how it ends. We're just yeah. we're just trying to fill the time until we get to the end. <laughs> you know, and somehow it, it's a it's a it's a sequel, a secret sequel to Battleship, just like there's a secret sequel to The Craft. Yeah. Which. Uh, I'll give it a shot. It has Dad Duchovny in it. <laughs> Uh, wearing a sweater. Uh, not a fan of redoing the We Are the Weirdos, Mr. Line, which is such a great line. Um, I'll give it a shot. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I love the craft. Oh, my God. I want to be a witch so bad. I ended up being a secret sequel, though. and uh, But I also enjoy that uh, David Duchovny is the, the father of Chud boys. That they oh, have yeah, for some he's got, like, large meet. sons. I'm like, what the fuck are... What, who is this? what is this? Here are my large sons. It's just, it's just, it's giant, just, it's just giant 20-foot skeletons. This is... It's exactly what it is. You know what? If David Duchovny was like, here are my large sons, and it was just like three 12-foot skeletons, I'd be like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I think that's what we but should do. But then there do. are also like characters of the movie, so that they go on dates with the girls. You know what? That's what we should do. We should uh, <laughs> adopt some 12-foot skeletons and tell everybody they're our children. Okay. I'm on board with And this. then everyone really will leave us alone, because they'd be like, those people are fucking crazy. <laughs> that's right. That's leave us alone. We're paying our house black. Oh, let's paint the house black and put 20, 12 foot skeletons out front of it. <laughs> Those are our children. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so this woman dies. And yeah, this woman dies and the guy just lives in this house and people walk by it. And they're like, oh, man, that guy is creepy. Yeah. And, like, and eventually he is not seen anymore. And everybody's like, well, sometimes we see people walking by that window upstairs, even though you know, that guy has to be dead at this point. Yeah. So we're going to call it the walking ghost because it just seems to like walk back and forth. And so this guy's like, I'm going to go in the house and I'm going to debunk this ghost, this walking ghost thing. For I am the debunker. So I'm the debunker. So he goes in the house. And he's like, okay, well, I don't know. I don't see anything. And he's like, wait a second. I see bones. I just kicked a bone. I just kicked this bone. This is where we get my favorite drawing in this book here where... It's a husband. It's it's a family listening to the to the thing, mm-hmm. and uh, the woman the woman goes ah, and the husband's like quiet. You, it's only a, it's only a radio show, but the husband appears to be sitting on the shortest chair. Did you see this here? Just look at this. Just look at this drawing, and describe what it looks like. Oh, what is going on? That guy's sitting on a fucking beanbag. Because his feet, he's literally like the, the, the bottom, the, the seat of the chair is, is reaching the floor and you're supposed to imagine. He looks like he's squatting. Yeah, and he's just sitting with his pipe. He's like, I'm having a great time. I'm sitting on my, I'm sitting on the lowest chair ever. Um, <laughs> Dude's on a beanbag. So yeah, so this uh, debunker hits the, he runs into a skeleton and then he walks in. Yeah, he's like, oh no, it, the like, guy hung himself. Yeah, and then he runs into like the corpse of the Algernon or whatever, whatever his name, name is. is. And he's like, he's like, Oh, it, it's, he hanged himself and like people are seeing him swing. So that's what the walking is. Ah, uh, yes. I have debunked it. There is no real ghost. It's just a body, which honestly, that's not better. No, that's not more reassuring. Yeah. You know, it's better that I found a rotted corpse than I did an actual ghost. Right. And so he's like, okay, well, here I go. You know, I'm going to go outside uh, to meet. I am. I am for, for this is a pro corpse podcast. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to go meet my adoring fans. And he goes out and everyone sees him and they just start running. And he's well, like, what happens is he, he the, the, the corpse falls on him. Oh, that's right. Corpse the corpse falls on him. Which that's disgusting. <laughs> he just falls on him. Um, 
And uh, then he goes to walk outside. He's like, oh, man, you know what? Uh, no ghost here. I'm pretty cool. So he's like, why is everybody running away from me? And then you see that he's I don't really even know how to explain what happened to his face. He's a ghoul. He turned into a ghoul. He looks like the, the red skull, but purple. Mm, purple skull. <laughs> purple skull. But apparently that's because he, he's like, yeah, no ghosts here. I never ghosts don't exist for I am the purple skull. Yeah. And now he has to hang out in life like that. Like he just he has that's to go, go through like, his regular day. Is he dead now or does he just look like that? I, I don't know. I guess so. I guess just, I think it just looks like that. Mm, I see. And uh, we finally reached the end of this book. Uh, it is, of course, Crypt of Shadows, number three, from May 1973. Uh, what are your thoughts on Crypt of Shadows? Because, I mean, they're basically just anthologies. So Yeah, and I would totally read the next, next issue. I believe I even bought this one. Oh, this one? Yeah, you totally did. Of course I did. I was like, yes, 100%. I would pick all of these up i like them I, like, even though they're i mean some of them are really stupid but they're enjoyable and it's that you know that lovely early 70s i don't know grime i don't even know how else to explain it's it grime. no you know there's it's grime. grime grime is re- the grime is real even though they're written in the 50s uh it's just i really enjoy stuff like this you know i like these old romance comics i like the old horror comics um give me that give me more of that hell yeah yeah all right well uh, yeah and i'm definitely into it too because you know yeah i just i just like for same reasons i just love just the weirdness of it yeah so i can't get enough of it uh that's it for this week's show though thanks for listening you can find us on twitter and instagram at angry hero sean and I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Um, find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show at uh, worstcollection at gmail.com. Worst Collection Ever. Worst Collection Ever at gmail.com. Oh, jeez. What? I said it wrong. Oh, no. Somebody, somebody wherever the show, the Worst Collection is going to get other e- our emails. <laughs> that would be really funny if there was just a... Uh, a podcast called Worst Collection. It was just like about the an- the worst shit on the Antiques Roadshow. Yep. Yeah. So here's our new review. Oh shit! Because you can rate review the pod rate, and, and review the podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get the show. Yeah. Uh, Spotify, wherever it is that you can do that, and, and it, we do appreciate these. We do. And does I'm, it say "Shut up, you fucks"? And no. if it does, I wrote it. Sorry. <laughs> You haven't reviewed our show yet? Can you review your own show? Yeah, might as well. It's only only a matter. I mean, might as well. You could you could give us five stars and just say "shut up, you fucks." What if I gave us no stars? What if I then, was you like- would re- then you would screw up our things? <laughs> we already have no stars. We have we you know we have a few assholes out there oh. that you know some fucking maga shits. Oh well, they can go to hell. I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, they're that. trying to d- dissuade us from doing our, some speaking yeah, our mind wait, about wait, wait. talking about politics nah. how about you shut your fucking mouth how about that well this review says uh is from somebody uh free rick, podcast don't listen rick taz who Hi, i rick. believe follows us on twitter hmm. that's a our fellow mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. uh reaches out to us yes yeah, sends us some 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 comments he video comments the title is uh great and funny oh man and he gives us five stars thank you this show is really entertaining. It is fun and informative. Jen and Sean do a great job. 
short and to the point. Oh, thank you. Yay. Thank you, Rick. Uh, you are. We appreciate it. A wonderful human. Appreciate comments. I appreciate your comments. And, and if tweets. you want to be, be, be like Rick, give us five stars if you think we deserve it. And leave us a nice you short message. You could also give us five stars and say, shut up, you fucks. And I'll read it. I'll read it. Yeah, we'll read it right here on the show. I'll, I'll fucking read it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'll fucking read it. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.